We're here today with Tracy Underhill from Transform Holistic Health. Um, she's talking to us from Fredericton. How you doing, Tracy? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. The 15 Minutes of Fame podcast, your destination to learn from people that are passionate about their business and have amazing stories to tell. Are you ready to elevate your expectations of what you thought was possible? It's time to get inspired. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. I'm super excited. Um, I saw you speak recently at the One Woman event, um, and I thought you were just very engaging. I loved your story. And I guess maybe we can start with, you know, your business, Transform Holistic Health. Um, why did you start it? Um, yeah, so that event, the One Woman event in Halifax was amazing. It was a great opportunity to reach out to some new, to new women, uh, share my story. Um, transform, I guess, initially I started the business, um, I was a personal trainer doing health and fitness plans for people. Um, and I kept having women coming back to me over and over again. And I know that's awesome for your business to have return customers, but I felt almost that I was doing a disservice when they were coming back to me asking for the exact same thing. Right. But okay, you know, I, I, I don't want to be part of your life for the rest of your life. That's, you know, some people like that as far as their, their fitness business, but I wanted to give people, um, health and nutrition plans, fitness plans that were, where they were able to continue that and make it a lifestyle and move forward in their life. So when I found these women start coming back to me, I went through, um, a list of 300 women that I had done health and wellness plans for and, I selected 50 random women and I reached out to them and it's like, what, what is the issue? Why are you not able to continue doing this plan? And they were always, I don't know. I, I keep going back to the exact same thing, my exact same habits. Um, and this really intrigued me because I was doing the same thing myself years ago in my own life uh, for a very short period of time. And I was looking at all this emotional I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word, but emotional shit that I Go had. Ahead. You can say it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I had all this emotional shit, this emo emotional baggage that was causing me to self-sabotage my behavior. And I had gone through my own journey, um, enjoyed what it did for me and enjoyed where it put me in my life so that I was able to continue moving forward. So I started to develop a program, um, called get your sexy back actually was my first program. And what it did was I gave them health and nutrition plans as well as we would do some one-on-one -on -one work um, using the tools that I use to kind of transform my own life. And these women were clients and they never came back for the exact same reason. So from there I developed my business transform um, this holistic approach to health and wellness transform journey to a new you. And it kind of spawned from there. Um, wasn't because I don't like having the same people come back, but I want them coming back for different reasons. Right. So by yeah. getting rid of that emotional shit, then they were able to stop self-sabotaging and able to continue on, on their health and wellness journey. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So the term, and it was on your site, emotional garbage. I think that's really interesting. Is there a common theme you find with your clients? Like 
the same type of emotional garbage that a lot of people have. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So what I found when I started to, um, so I'm trained as an NLP practitioner, so uh, neuro-linguistic programming. What I was listening to and when I started breaking down these things, you know, that people were coming to me with like, oh, I can't because I don't have the time, like all these surface excuses that people have uh, for going back into their old habits. And when you boiled it down, it boiled down to some common themes. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. And which I found really quite interesting with all the women that I worked with, it was the same thing. I'm not good enough. So whatever that underlying belief was that they had this emotional garbage that happened somewhere through their life, whether it was reinforced in their marriage, in a relationship, um, or if it went, and when, when you work with these women, you go back and it can start as early as, you know, grade school where they handed an assignment and they, they worked their ass off to do it. And, you know, they got their marks back and maybe they only got 50% on this project or assignment and they went home and, you know, your parents are saying, oh, you should have worked harder on that. But deep down inside, you're like, I, I really, I worked my butt off on that. Right. It instills that thought, I'm not good enough. And then you just look for all these external validations in your life that supports that limiting belief that's that emotional shit, that emotional garbage that we then carry forward. And then, you know, you do an exercise plan. Oh, well, last night I had pizza and beer for Valentine's Day. There we go. External validation that I'm not good enough. So then right. you throw it all away and you just continue to sabotage. You know, I think a lot of our listeners are are entrepreneurs and business owners and they're very busy people. So even though I think a lot of them know that they should, you know, take the time to, to, to be healthy and to be well, um, I think some of those, some of that emotional garbage might be from maybe their failures along the way in their business as well. Cause I know that can be really tough when you put your heart into something and then, and then you fail, you know, to kind of get up and, and start over. I mean, I could see, do you, do you find you do have small business owners with, with that sort of, those sort of issues? Absolutely. And it yeah. does, it translates into every single area of your life. And what I tell people is, especially when they have small businesses and they're working towards what their passion is, things aren't going to happen right away. It, it takes time to build that and to stay consistent. When they have a failure or a setback, then they just throw their hands up, they give up because that underlying belief resurfaces, um, not even realizing that it's an underlying belief that I'm not good enough. But then what they do is they stop doing and working towards their passion. Yeah. And I have a, my belief is there's no such thing as failure. Um, I believe that every obstacle that happens in our life, everything that is a setback is redirecting us and pointing us in the direction that's actually where we're supposed to be and where we're going to be most effective. Uh, so when I do work with small business owners, um, what I tell them, it's like, well, it's a setback. It's an opportunity for you to recalculate what you were doing another opportunity to do it differently, but better to be more successful working towards your goal. Yeah, I think, you know, that's what, that's the whole idea of entrepreneurship. And I think what a lot of people want is to be able to make money through doing what they're passionate about. So it's amazing if you can figure out what that is and do it. So, so congrats yeah. to you. That's very cool. 
you know, I, I've heard your personal uh, story of transformation and, you know, it's super inspiring in that you're using the information you learned going through that to help other people. Um, you know, through that time, I mean, I'm in the business of, of speakers. Was there someone that, that you saw, you saw speaking at an event or maybe on a podcast or heard that inspired you that you can think of? Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest mentors that comes to mind instantly when you ask that is um, Gabriella Bernstein. I've never met her in person, um, but she has been part of my transformational journey, in, especially in the last three years. Um, and what she had gone through and where she is now and the inspiration and motivation that she gives other people, men and women around the world, is incredible. That she you know, was drug and alcohol use. And there's a whole lot of other stuff that happened in her life. Um, before that, somebody who was local for me actually was my mom. Very cool. Yeah. That makes me emotional. Last year I hosted Fredericton's first women's power summit. And what I had requested was people in the audience. I wanted them to submit, um, somebody that, uh, changed their life and I wanted at least to give out four awards during that event and where it was the first one and it was difficult, really not difficult, but I think people weren't really knowing what to expect. So we had three. And so what I decided and my co-host, um, Melanie, she helped me organize it. I, I said to Melanie, I said, you know what, I'm going to nominate my mom as one of inspiring women that I want to give an award to. So my mom, I, I, I almost feel like I had to um, bribe her to go to the event. <laughs> like, she supports me in everything that I do, but I think um, as, as parents, we, I think we, we're not sure sometimes what our kids do. Anyways, I bribed her to come and at the end of the event, before we did our closing, we, we went through and um, I presented the last award, which was to my mom. And I read um, everything and, and how she inspired me throughout her life, uh, you know, to, to stand in her own power as a woman. And especially during her time, women, I mean, my mom's in her 60s. So when she graduated, when she was a young woman herself and, you know, being a young mom, my father was Air Force, so he was away a lot. And she basically raised my brother and I um, on her own because dad was away. And then not have like she was an accountant um having that you know that business background but then she went on to being the president of a union um and was she she was the one who got maternity leave and benefits for her union which was a um, on on base and thinking about how inspirational and empowering that was and she's a breast cancer survivor um and to overcome that and, and to, to be 15 years since being diagnosed, all these things that she did. And when I looked back at it, it's like, you know, I'm the woman I am today. And I wanted her to know that. And I, I kind of felt bad because as I was reading this story and all the things that I remember, all the impact that she had on my life uh, throughout my life and to become the mom that I am today. And I was reading it. Um, she, she said to me afterwards, she goes, I had no idea. She goes, I had no idea that I impacted your life that much. And I think what we do is we focus on that negative shit. Yeah. That, you know, I wasn't there enough for my kids or, you know, my mom used to smoke. So, you know, I used to smoke and I smoked when I was pregnant. So 
there's certain things like that, I think, as parents stick in our mind, but we don't think of all the good stuff and the impact that we had. Seeing her never giving up and seeing her always moving forward, I think she was somebody that I looked up to um, that I didn't even realize until probably I got into my 40s how much of an impact she had on me and my transformation and my strength. I think that that's a great message to, you know, tell people when they've, when they've done things that inspire you because you're right. And especially I think people in that generation, especially women in that generation have done so many great things and they don't even really see what yeah. they've done and how they've inspired their kids and other people. So is there one message, uh, one main message that you would want to leave people with? Yeah. So one of, one of the things that I always say to people, like I've already said, I don't believe in failure. I believe that if you, if you attempt to reach a goal and you don't achieve it, then that lack of achieving that goal is just an opportunity to regroup and um, attack it at a, you know, going a different way. Um, I, I believe that, you know, we all have it in us and, and the power to be amazing and awesome. And it's, you know, the opportunity to stand in your power and to recognize those limiting beliefs, identify them, and challenge them and replace them. So I'm not good enough. All right, well, where's the evidence that you're not good enough? Well, I didn't accomplish that goal. Well, you decided that there's no supporting data. What are you gonna change it to instead? I am freaking awesome. You know, identify <laughs> and replace it with something positive. Because um, fear is judgment. And, and the more we live in fear and judgment of ourselves, it holds us back and we stay stuck. So it's an opportunity to identify the fear, replace it with a non-judgmental love-based thought instead, um, and stand in your power. Create a life that lights you up, right? We only have that one life. Yeah, that is, that's, that's an amazing message, and I'm super inspired by you. I love your business and what you do, and, and I think you're awesome. Um, thanks so much for sharing with us today. Um, I, loved, I loved every second about hearing about, about everything you're doing. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I was nervous. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, always, it's always more fun than I think it's going to be. It's great. <laughs> Tracy, you've inspired me to say a little message to my mom. Mom, I love you. You've inspired me in more ways um, than you even know. And I just want to thank you so much for all that you do. Awesome. Too mushy.